Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show with Amy Brown. Okay, we're looking for women creators, innovators, and entrepreneurs. Introducing Seneca Women to Hear, the search for the next great female podcasters. iHeartRadio and Seneca Women are searching for the next 10 breakout female podcast stars. So if you have something to say, a story to tell, or expertise to share with the world, well, we want to hear from you. Apply to the first ever Seneca Women Podcast Academy in partnership with P&G and the card by Seneca Women Power by MasterCard and Deserve. If your pitch is selected, you're going to be given everything you need to develop and host your own show on the Seneca Women Podcast Network on iHeartRadio. Learn more how to submit your pitch at SenecaWomen.com. Bobby Bones. It's International Women's Day. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Now turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Today's International Women's Day. We'll be celebrating all throughout the morning. We have a couple great performances today. And Amy, happy International Women's Day. Thank you. And International Women's Month. Yes, a whole month. And uh, then I'll uh, pass it on to Morgan. I wish it was American Women's Day, not international. Oh, yeah. <laughs> USA is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll be doing that all day. I do want to start with this story, though, which I find peculiar, but I'm rooting for it to happen. Raymundo has been offered someone's house to, like, and it's a massive house, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, a mansion. Okay. So Eddie and I are playing at a festival on Saturday called Strawberry Fest. And the Raging Idiots, our band's one of the headliners. We're very excited about it. Right outside of Tampa, Abby, our phone screener, is going to go and sing the national anthem. And now Ray has been offered someone's mansion 
To do what, though? I mean, that's kind of, to you guys, a confusing thing. To me, I understand it perfectly. He's probably a fan of the show, wants to chill with me for the weekend. Hey, come down to the mansion. He has a family, and he said, I'm just going to propose it to my family as your Uncle Ray coming to visit. And then I chilled his pool. We're right next to Tampa. He said on beachfront. And then we go to Strawberry Fest because I believe he's going to that as well. So he just invited you to stay with it. Are you sure it's a mansion? Yes. Uh, I looked him up on Zillow. Three million, two million. They're million. If you have beachfront in the Tampa area, million dollar home. And how did he reach out to you? We've been emailing. He's like a business guy, so we've been talking about ventures in the past. Okay, he's using Uh-oh. such vague. I mean, yeah. I just, he owns like this. It's a mug company. It's called Dugout Mugs. So he has connections to all these athletes, and it's maybe going to blow up someday where people can drink out of instead of a beer mug, it's a dugout mug, and it's made of wood. He was like, dude, come down for the oh, weekend. Oh, why have I heard of this before? I've heard I, of I, this. I don't want to talk about the product. I don't, I don't give a crap about the product. Okay, well, I didn't know. I feel like maybe Ray's brought him up before is my point. <laughs> the story is Ray wants to go stay at his house for the weekend. Yeah! A guy that he's never met. True. And he just wants you to be there so he can, in your opinion, get close to the show. Probably. Ask me questions. We've always wanted to talk business, so why not do it in person? He goes, dude, my, my doors are open to you. I 100% want you to do this. Yeah! yeah. I couldn't want you to do it any more than I possibly do. Are we concerned for his safety? Nah. Does he really have a family? Like, what? I I need facts. No, I mean, he's a legit dude. You can Google people. I know legit dudes are bad people sometimes. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't know anything about it. I just think that someone hit Ray up to come stay in my mansion is hilarious for the radio show. Mm. And for no other reason. Okay. And then uh, how, how are tickets looking for the Strawberry Fest? Because I saw online that they're in the, they're a little bit expensive. So I was wondering, maybe Eddie's got a couple extra, maybe you, Bones. Are they? I don't think they're expensive. They're 100. No, what? you're looking at them on secondary sites. Oh. Okay, yeah, but yeah, don't, go to the don't, festival. Yeah, never look at tickets on a secondary site. Because, yes, they're going to be jacked up. What do you need? Two tickets? Uh, yeah, two tickets. And, but then, uh, we're for who, also, you and Bay? Yeah, me and Bay's are. And then uh, we we're looking at the flight situation. to get. I'm to not Bay. paying for your flight oh, to go boy. down there. Oh, boy. <laughs> I tell you say- what you can do. You can just come be part of the crew and get in. Yeah! And, I mean, if you're there and you want to come out and do a little something, too, you can. Now we're talking. Okay. Wait, so he's going to go to this millionaire's house or whatever, the mansion, with his wife? I thought he was going alone. And both are creepy in their own ways. <laughs> this is so weird. What do you think the odds are you do this? Uh, pretty likely now that you said I can chill with the band and everything. Yes. So, you just, so all you need to do is get airfare. Yeah. Yeah, you handle that. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure you get in with us. All right. And obviously, you're a combat. You oh you will either A, get murdered. Yeah. Yes. That would A, one for sure. Uh, B, <laughs> have something extremely inappropriate suggested to you while you're there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or or C, it'll just be an awesome time. You'll come back and it'll be a funny bit we check on check up on next week. Probably C, yeah. It's going to be dope. Probably C. That's what everybody thinks. Probably C. <laughs> Lunchbox, your thoughts? Yeah, this is really interesting and I love it. Does that mean that this guy gets to meet and greet with the Raging Idiots? Like, no, what no, all he's, he's going to be at the show separately. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to want to hang with Ray the whole time. Like, if Ray is going to stay at his house, he's going to expect Ray to get him un... Like, like, access to things. Wait, did he say that was part of his deal? No. Okay, yeah, because that's not part of the deal. Correct. Yeah, okay, cool. So we don't have to meet this guy? No. Great. But, I mean, it might be nice. <laughs> Love it. What, what, what? What do you mean it might be nice? Just to say hi. <laughs> I mean, this is Tinder Swindler 2.0. Hit him up. Yeah. If you can get a flight, get a flight. We're going to be playing Saturday. Anybody that wants to come to the show, come to the show. But if you come, you can be with us, and then you can do a little something on stage, too. Sounds good. Okay? Yep. Please make this work. Yeah, I want to prove you guys wrong. 
Uh, we, we hope you prove yeah, us wrong. Yeah, please. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. Well, let us know in the next couple of days what the update is. All right. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show. All right, let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I want to take my son on a trip to Telluride, Colorado to go on the Via Ferrata. Anyone familiar? No. no. Hope I'm saying that right. It's a trail that requires you to be harnessed in and lanyarded in over great heights. My question for you, you were pushed to your limits in your Breaking Bobby Bones show and your adventures with Bear Grylls. My issue is like yours. I'm afraid of heights. How did you overcome your struggles to achieve these? What tips would you give me? Thanks, and keep up the great show, Randy. First, no, Randy, I am still afraid of heights. It did not help me not be afraid of heights to tackle heights in all these situations. You're going to do this, it sounds like. You're not going to back up. This is how I convince myself to do things that I'm scared of. For example, episode one of Breaking Bobby Bones, I have to go on a rope, 4,000 feet hanging down over the Grand Canyon. I just didn't want to do it. My, everything about me was saying, don't do it. It felt completely unnatural. I was scared. You'll see in the episode, my leg is shaking. Like, it's visibly shaking. But what I told myself is, I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to do it. So, how long do I want to sit here and be scared before I do it? I would rather be scared than do it, than have just be over with. The same way I kind of tackle exercise. I hate exercise. But I know that I'm going to do it. Because I have committed myself to doing it. So I try not to dread it all day. I just attack it, and then I have more of the day for it to be over with. It's a good approach. Let me list the things I hate in order. Putin exercise. (laughs) Good order. Yeah, but the same when I'm really afraid of something. If I'm like, I know I'm going to do it, I'm just scared, I just do it and and get started earlier because it'll be over with. It sounds like, too, it's about your son. And I think if he wants to do it, there's that part of you that has to be selfless for your son. Ugh. You've committed to do this with him. You can't be like, is there a guide? I'm looking at pictures of this, <laughs> or... and it looks awful. <laughs> yeah, They're on the side of a cliff. <laughs> yeah, I would never in my free time go do this. But when you finish, you're going to be so proud of yourself. You're probably not going to want to do it again, but you're going to have stories and pictures. And, and a bonding moment. And it's gonna be, yes, yeah. and it's going to yeah. be amazing. I mean, you're winning me over with that part, but like, I would try to find a way to get him out there on his own. But I'm going to teach you the big get right now. You're going to teach your son that sometimes you're scared of things and you can still do them. (sighs) Okay. I'm just picturing, I mean, this may be doable. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like bungee jumping. I could never do that. Okay. But but what if my son, I'm thinking hopefully one day my kids mm -hmm. don't come to me and say, mom, please take me bungee jumping because of all the things you're saying right now sound like a good bonding, showing them you don't need to be scared. But I don't know that I could do it. You probably couldn't, oh. but he could. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to do it. I feel like he wants to do it. He's just scared. Uh, it'd be good for your son to show him, hey, I'm really scared of this, but sometimes we have to do things we're scared of in order to grow. So there's also a learning lesson there. And then finally, here's the thing I'll say at the end, which isn't going to do much for you, but you're logically, you're not going to die. People do this all the time. Nobody dies. You may find a story on the internet where somebody randomly dies in one place and there was some... But that's one out of 30,000, mm-hmm. you know? Still one. What if? It's true, but there's still one in a car wreck. You, you probably true. have a, a better chance of dying in a car wreck than doing this. Yeah. So your fear is irrational. It's deserved. Mm-hmm. It's justified. But irrational. You're not going to die. Go do it and then send us a note back after it's done. You'll be scared, but it'll be awesome.
All right. You make it. Yeah. Thank you. And and watch Breaking Bobby Bones on Disney Plus. He'll make it. Stop it. Yeah, he'll make Stop it. it. Randy, good luck, buddy. Now the pressure's on because we talked about it on the show. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. The ACM Awards were last night. Here are some of the winners. Entertainer of the Year went to Miranda Lambert. Chris Stapleton took home Male Artist of the Year. And Carly Pierce took home Female Artist of the Year. Album of the Year went to Morgan Wallen. Song of the Year went to Lainey Wilson. Duo of the Year went to Brothers Osborne. And Group of the Year went to Old Dominion. You can see the full list of winners at bobbybones.com. Jimmy Allen performed his new song, Down Home, on the ACM Awards last night and then officially dropped the song. Here it is. Down home, it's still where my heart is, it's down home, key. It's just how you lift my still. Hey, bitch, you gonna wish you were here. But I hope I'm making you proud to know you are there looking down home. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. The Bobby Bones Show. Celebrating International Women's Day. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Marceline Dyer and Dr. Tony Wilcox, they don't know each other, but they were together at the South County Courthouse in Delray Beach, Florida. And they're in line and they hear the guy in front of them kind of just in despair, arguing with the person at the counter saying, I need my driver's license. I need it. And the lady's like, look, you have lots of fines and fees up to $2,800 worth. So... The doc and Marceline look at each other like, should we help this guy? They get their money together and they end up tapping him on the back and say, hey, we'll take care of your fines and fees. They wow. paid $2,800 so this guy can get his driver's license back. I didn't know what the fines are. Yeah. And like, I didn't know if it's like nudity. Also. 90. I don't know, but I'm assuming maybe he needed his driver's license for his job. I'm, I'm sure that they. Vetted it. Did their. Due diligence. Like quick, heard enough. Quick research. Yeah. Yes. But I mean. Yes. What? Good for them if it yeah. always is good. That's that's a good deal. They probably waited for the details to come out. They're like, okay, okay, I think we're good. Green light. Let's help. Or them. they asked, hey, what are these fines for, buddy? Yeah. We'll help you out. Because again, if it's public nudity. <laughs> I doubt it was that. <laughs> I do too. I doubt it was that too. Hey, good for them. Similarly, I think someone on our show has been waiting for someone to pay their fines. Lunchbox, don't you owe money to your college? Yeah. 450 bucks. <laughs> and you haven't graduated. You're three hours short, but right. you don't want to go back because you don't want to pay the fine. Correct. Parking tickets. So if someone wants to tap him on the uh, shoulder, that's my point. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good, man. You're good? I'm good. I'm Does not anyone else want to tap? Nope. All right. That's what it's all about right there. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Well, it's just the ladies right now. Come on. It's our day. Let's go, girl. Standing strong is who you are. International Women's Day. Okay, so here are your questions for International Women's Day. Your favorite female artist. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. I love Taylor. Always have. I would go Casey Musgraves for mine. Mm, Awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Eddie? Taylor. (laughs) I'm a Swifty, man. I love Taylor Swift. Lunchbox? Tina Turner. Easy. What, what do you call Tina Turner fans? Uh, awesome or old? <laughs> oh, I, mean, I, I don't know if they had a name. I not that I yeah. know of. Tina Maniacs. Tina. Tina Titan Titans. Oh, I don't that's kind of cool. Favorite female-led movie? Like the movie has to have a female lead. Amy. This has lots of females that are amazing. Steel Magnolias. Mm, that's good. Yeah. You know, I almost went with one like that too with Minnie, 
Um, I almost went Wedding Crash. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Bridesmaids. Mm, that oh, that's one. good. Yeah, that was my number two, but I went with La La Land, Emma Stone. Love it. And I thought that movie was so good, and I expected to hate it, and I thought I'd be one of the ones who were like, that's too artsy and stupid, because I like to do that about artsy, stupid movies. But I loved La La Land. And she's a lead, and I guess Gosling's a lead, too. But can you do it if they're dual lead? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. I guess, I guess we made the game up. So <laughs> do the whatever you want. Eddie? Fried Green Tomatoes. I mean, I've loved that since I was a kid. I don't know. It's all women. I mean, it is a woman movie, and I love it. Lunchbox? Bridesmaids. Okay. They make you laugh. It's funny. It's great. Um, great, great movie. Favorite female in history. I wonder if we all picked the same one Let's here. Because mine was so easy that I was like, there's no other choice. In my mind, I went right to it. There are a lot of great ones, but I went right to this one. Amy? Yeah, I'm curious. Oprah. Oh, I did not pick Oprah. Oh. In history. Well, history can be, it can be yesterday you or, you know, okay. 100 years ago. Okay, I did not go Oprah. I'm going to save mine because I think I'll probably match with one of you. Okay. Eddie? Rosa Parks. Great one. Yep. That is Very not important. who I picked. That is okay, not who I picked. okay here a, we go. That is a great one. Rosa Parks definitely on the top tier. Of women in history, Oprah, well, pretty good. Wow, I feel like she's. I mean, she's maybe because she's still alive. Yeah, I mean, Amy, of course, yeah. I had other ones. They in almost my have head. to die first. To oh, be, really? Okay. There are no rules. Right. I'm not. You're not fined. Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Huh? Lunchbox. Oprah. Oh, see, <laughs> there you go. I mean, the first one that popped in my head was Oprah. Okay. Yeah. See? Okay. Uh, I went Harriet Tubman. Oh yeah. Oh good. Oh. Freed slaves of the Underground Railroad. Underground okay, you yeah. win. Well, I don't they're know about winning. No, they're all important. amazing. Important. Whenever I say history, I just think if you're not dead, you don't get the final points yet. Yeah. Like you almost can't go over an eight until you die because you can still do something bad later in your life. That that's why you shouldn't name schools after people that are mm. alive. Mm. Well, I didn't really consider that for this segment. Well, when I went to Bill Cosby <laughs> Elementary, that <laughs> whole city. Oh, oh. oh boy. <laughs> but also, I'm assigning dumb rules to this game now, so um, all are great. All are great. Who is your favorite female in your life right now? That you're not related to or that is not a show member on the show. Okay, so not my wife. Obviously. Right. Okay. So you can't do... It has to kind of be someone... Maybe like a mom or a sister. That ex, huh? It cannot be. Yeah, that exists not because they have to. We all have to exist with each other. We all work together. Got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it can't be like Kim Kardashian. It can, no, it can be, you, actually. That's I mean, exactly what he's saying. It can be, but I would think it was somebody you know. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Favorite female in your life right now? Lunchbox, you can lead. Well, I had Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but the way you were describing it, I was like, well, she's not really in my life. I look at pictures of her online, and I'm like, dang, that's a good woman. But Okay. <laughs> what? Well, she does. I mean, you can pick her. Yeah. But I would say <laughs> mine is. Uh, in your life. I think that means in your li- literal life. Okay. Sure. Well, right. he lives in fantasy a lot. Go ahead. Uh, I would say Tina Mitchell. She is the woman that runs Kid Power, and she also does a recovery uh, recovery house here in Nashville that helps people get back on their feet, and she gets things done. She's an amazing woman, and she has a lot of power. If I said you can rank people also not in your life, would it be Kim, Car- then her, or would it still Oh, be it'd be Kim K, then, like, oh, oh, probably okay. Kylie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All the Kardashians. Uh, Amy? My therapist. Does that count? She's a woman. It, anybody count. that provides like support mm-hmm. or strength or it could be anybody yeah she's amazing like i have been with her for over a year now and i love her eddie our friend tracy we met her at church when we were fostering kids and she just decided to help one day and she's been in our lives since honestly i don't think we would have been able to 
go through our foster uh, situation as easily as we did without her. She was there every single time we needed her. So Tracy, our friend, love her to death. She's my hero. That's good. Yeah. Can you guys guess mine for $5? Can you guess mine? What's going to stink when I have to say no, but I'll play that game. Mm, Go run that risk. I mean, Uh, it can't be... Mother-in-law, because no, it's not mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Yeah, that'd be relative. I know. Can't be. You got thirty seconds for a five-dollar guess. So Nobody that could work. By with. the way, while they're thinking about it, don't forget, see her, hear her. Oh. iHeartRadio, see her, hear her, from five to six p.m. local time, a one-hour show featuring all-female artists, hosted by Amy. There'll be conversations about equality, inclusion, inspiration, and what everyone can do to help more women get heard. Uh, and the hashtag is iHeartWomen's Day. Amy, I just think hard, Amy. Five seconds. Somebody in your life that's not somebody that immediately... Time. Amy has no answer. <laughs> yeah, I do. Go, go, go. Reba. Okay, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> what? what? She <laughs> came over to your house. <laughs> A lot of people go to his house. She's, she's in your life. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I know Reba a little bit. I sure. think your $5 is safe. On sure, there. I know Reba a little bit, but no, okay. I wouldn't say. Okay, well, Lunchbox. <sighs> because I got Ju- Julie Talbot. It's Morgan number one. Dang it, that was my, that was my first guess, but not on the show. I said show. Oh, dang all I said was show. Okay, you guys keep yelling at me. It's I, I, it. I didn't yell Yeah, at all. I, I said they can't Morgan be on the one. show. Okay, 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 okay. She used to work on the show. Yeah. That's now, what threw me. Hey, it's $5. Relax. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's about more than You don't care about $5. <laughs> I was like, Jeez. It's more okay, about okay, getting okay. it right. That's right. It's a game. It's competition. It's not about the $5. It is, but it is. Take this. I got a five for you. Morgan number one manages a lot of my, anything I do outside of the show for work touring or if I'm Dang book it. or charity stuff like she's she's the the force that manages all of that so I hate myself but everybody lost a <laughs> uh, happy international women's day thank you guys for listening to the show somehow we find a way to turn that into something where we're all yelling a at money each other. competition five dollars <laughs> international women's day on the bobby bones show all right moments away from tenille towns you may know her for the song Jersey on the Wall. That song was about a kid that had died at the school, and then she wrote a song because she went to the gym and saw the, it hanging. Like that, She was like, what happened? They told the story, then she wrote the question. Like, if I ever get to heaven, this is what I want to ask. So that song, so good. And then you might know her for Somebody's Daughter. And she's here now. Let's go. On the Bobby Bones Show now, to New Towns. So it's International Women's Day, and I thought, let me invite up, you know, another one of the women that I respect and I feel like is a great role model for young girls and just so many things. And Tanil Towns is here. Tanil. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Great to see you. I was watching good to see you. one of your Instagram videos and I think it looked like you were practicing in the bathroom, like a public bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you and all your band were in. Oh, yeah. What, what was happening there? S- see, the bathrooms are always such an adventure. Every time you show up at a venue, it's like, okay, what are the showers going to be like today? What's the bathroom? And we were opening for Reba. And it, there was such great refurb in there. I was like, "Come on, guys, we need to uh, we need to run some stuff in the bathroom." So that was our moment. And it was it smelled. I mean, it's fine. It was fine. It's fine. It was a nice smelling bathroom. They probably was, cleaned it before you got there. I appreciated that. Mm. Always do. You know, that's an extra special treat. <laughs> it's so important to Tanil to give back. She's raised over two million dollars for Big Hearts for Big Kids, which is a charity Tanil started when she was just fifteen years old. 
which is wild because <laughs> now you're like 16. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I mean, it's been so long. <laughs> uh, tell me about Big Hearts for Big Kids. Okay, so it's this concert fundraiser we do up in my hometown in Grand Prairie, Alberta for our local youth shelter. They help kids ages 11 to 17 struggling with homelessness and we've been able to kind of bring the whole community together to keep the doors open over the past 11 years. So. You know, something else, and I know I mention it to you every single time, but I'm always so moved when I hit it again, is, and, and one of the reasons I thought about you for International Women's Day is you did a version of one of your songs mm-hmm. with, a, with a local Girl Scout troop of girls that, that are homeless for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, will you tell the audience kind of what you did there? Yeah, so we did this version of Somebody's Daughter with the Girl Scouts Troop 6000 of Middle Tennessee, and these are all girls without permanent housing. And so I heard about this troop. There's one in New York, one in Nashville. And I was like, we need to, I would love to get to hang out with these girls. So we helped them earn their musician badge, which I've never been a part of handing out a Girl Scout badge before. That was really cool. And they all came into the studio and sang on it and did some stomping and clapping and literally the best experience I've ever had in the studio. It was so fun. Isn't that so cool? Yeah, I love it. And (laughs) you can, I mean, I heard it before I guess I knew about it because (laughs) I just stalk your music and I'm like, Thank well, you we should that. post something new today. Will you post something new today? <laughs> and something popped up and it was somebody's daughter, but it was the version with the Girl Scouts. Yeah. They're never going to forget that. That's neither so cool. will I. Neither that will was, I. It was crazy. <laughs> it was so special. Uh, Tanil Towns is with us. And again, I keep up with you through social media for the most part. I consider us friends. Me too. But like friends that travel a lot. <laughs> yes. You keep up with them a lot on right. just looking at Instagram and stuff. And I saw a picture where they gave you a big plaque. Yeah. It was for like gold and platinum single. It was Matt. Where do you put that massive plaque in your house? <laughs> I don't actually know. I'm in like a, a little two bedroom townhouse. And I, I'm not sure what to do with it, but I am so excited to have it. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, it, it looks like the size of a door. It really, I mean, it's, it's massive. Yeah. Like, and it's, you know, got my face on it, which is very cool and also strange, I feel like, to maybe have him my house but um it means the most to know people have listened to these songs enough times to add up to whatever that black says it's so crazy you know today being international women's day like um who were the female influences in your life hmm. that you go man without them i don't know if i would be here now honestly all of the women in my family are such strong fierce independent just forces of nature my great-grandmother my mama Marilette, my um, my grandmother, my mom, all of them were just like no filters, full of love, wonderful people. And we drove around listening to so many female voices. I don't think I'd be playing music if it if it weren't for, you know, the obsessive amounts of Shania Twain that I sang along to and riding in my grandparents' motorhome listening to Code of Many Colors, Dolly Parton over and over. It's like so many of those voices definitely impacted the way that I felt like I saw the world and saw a place that I could do music too. You wrote this song, When's It Gonna Happen? And yes. I feel, as being a fan of your music, I feel like this is the most personal, and artists always say, it's my most personal song. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, stop saying that crap the eighth time. But I feel like this is the most personal song about you, where like introspectively you took yeah. this song and did what was happening in your heart and mind. Yes, it's a little, which is a little terrifying, but it is. I like to be the storyteller and kind of, write songs from the other third view perspective, but this one is very much about internal internal feelings of the season of my life where my mailbox is full of wedding invitations of all my friends getting married and kind of wanted to write a song about what it feels like to be on the other side of that sometimes. 
So here is Tennille Towns with her song, When's It Gonna Happen? Never been good at expectations I think I expect too much But if it's any consolation Well, I still believe in love You know I got your invitation Can't wait for Rosemary Beach Guess I should tell you he's not coming There's no plus one, it's just me Oh, and I'll show up in a dress with a smile And I couldn't be happier for you Sometimes I feel like I'm the last one standing I look around, all my friends are falling in love I'm scared to death I'll end up empty-handed Can't be the only one Thinking when's it gonna happen Happen to me, I know it's supposed to happen Naturally, when's it gonna happen Oh, to me Nil Towns. <laughs> Thank you. Who did you write that with? Okay, I wrote this with my friends Stephen Rabel and Steph Jones over Zoom, who had never met in person before, but we've written like 15 or so songs together at this point. And I'm such big fans of both of them. Would Was that like, okay, guys, I want to go extremely internal here? <laughs> Not honestly. It was going, okay what should we write a song about today? And I was like, t- I literally was looking at the stack of mail on my counter and this was in the middle of the pandemic of definitely feeling pretty lonely and going, I can't be the only one feeling this way. Like, what if we wrote a song just about that? Um, so yeah, the, it was every line that we wrote. I was like, Ooh, that's, this is real, but okay. Yep. We're putting this in the song. And then we finished it. And I was like, dang it. I like this. This means I can- <laughs> <laughs> now we have to record it. Now we have to record it. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you. You're so good. Thanks. Uh, you guys follow to towns, uh, towns, T O W N E S and how'd the tour go? It was awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. I, I, people showed up. People came. I it was crazy. They like came and they knew the music. We sang the songs together. It was such That's a really dream. Cool. Well, I'm so super cool. pumped for you. Thank you for coming in today to play. Thank that you for, for us. having me, Bobby. It's so great to see everybody. Good to be here. Tennille Towns and. Listen, if you're looking for a woman for International <laughs> Women's Day to be like, that is my inspiration. Ooh. I don't think to, not to date guys, but I'm saying like, <laughs> oh, other, I thought you no, totally thought, I was no, like, no, oh, no, no, it could no, be no. happening this, now. Like, this if, is when it's happening. Yeah. You know, if you're looking happen? for someone to go like, you know, I'm really looking for someone to inspire me for internet. I mean, Tennille's a good one. You're a good one. Thanks, Bobby. All right, there she is. Tennille Towns. <laughs> and uh, we'll come back in a second. <laughs> International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show. All right, this is from someone named Miller Time. I just want to say I am so thankful Abby got employee of the month. Nothing makes me happier than that overgrown man-child of a baby 
crying about a 20-something-year-old girl. How jealous is that? Go back to high school, Lunchbox. Obviously, your glory days, <laughs> loser. Miller time, out. Miller time. <laughs> oh, he Uncle Rico Miller you. time. Response. I, give uh, I mean, what a Miller time. Doesn't he sound like an overgrown loser, too? That sounds like, wow, <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Too. <laughs> I mean, like, he, he's acting like he's so cool and so chill. I mean, you're just like high school hoping the, the loser wins. What? <laughs> Interesting rebuttal. But I will take it. Uh, by the way, Abby, who... One employee of the month will be performing with Eddie and I, the Raging Idiots, in Plant City, Florida, outside of Tampa on Saturday at Strawberry Festival. Get tickets at RagingIdiots.com. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So the World Health Organization recently turned its attention to our hearing, and they issued new global guidelines for concert venues. Ear COVID. (laughs) No, No. nothing to do with COVID at all. But they're suggesting that concerts should stay below 100 decibels. Well, a rock concert, like an average one, is more like 120 to 130. So they're trying to tone those down. But they also are saying venues should think about adding, quote, quiet zones where people can get away from the noise. Oh, you know where people should go out of the venue? Yeah, like don't go at all. Yes, like if you're... (laughs) But that might be helpful. If you want a quiet zone... At a Foo Fighters concert, don't go to the Foo Fighters concert. Watch it on YouTube. Sometimes parents have to take kids to some screaming, you know, Justin Bieber show or something. And they may want a quiet zone to retreat to. Mm, I'm not a big fan of a quiet zone at a place that's loud. Okay. Well, ear health is a thing. So they're just looking out. This could be one of those things we look back at in 50 years and go, could you believe we were going to concerts and it was so loud and everyone's ears are blown or like does something to your brain. Who, yeah. who knows? Yeah. My that, ears are not good. That being said, I think it's pretty dumb, that whole story. <laughs> All right, what else? So seventh graders were asked at their middle school by one of their teachers, like, what are some of your the things that your parents do that make you cringe? And I'm going to run through the popular list because the teacher ended up putting this up on TikTok and it has like millions and millions of views. So my dad still wears Speedos is one of them. Taking mirror selfies, like if your parents do that, that would be awkward. Listens to Katy Perry. uh, Call like my mom calls herself gangster. My (laughs) mom because she listened to rap in the nineties. She still feels (laughs) like that. My mom still dabs. My mom does TikTok dances, and when my mom wears boots with her shorts. (laughs) Are there any on there about abandoning your kids? I was thinking about what my dad did that was cringy. I'm sure that's in the list. Like somewhere. abandoning forever <laughs> yeah. down there? No? <laughs> no, no, sorry. All right, dude. All right, cool. <laughs> no. So March is National Women's Month, and today is actually International Women's Day. So in honor of that, CMT put up a list of girl power anthems of women in country music. So I want to share the top three. Dolly- I feel like a woman's got to be one of them, right? Number one. Well, you have to, well, uh, well okay, yeah, that's number one. Okay, well, <laughs> but you can do the other ones. Dolly Parton, what was the third one? Nine to five, Dolly. And number two? Girl, Maren Morris. What you waiting for? Interesting about the Maren one. I don't think I'd put that in the top three now. It's, I don't think it's been around long enough. I think Maren would say that too. Like Shania Dolly, maybe she's in love with the boy Trisha Yearwood. Ooh. Something that's like Reba. stood the test of uh, Reba. Maren's great. The song's good, but maybe just because it's called Girl. They were just typing in songs. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, there well, you go. Which, what? speaking of Marin, she's going to be a part of iHeartRadio See Her, Hear Her, which is going down tonight. It's celebrating women in music on iHeartRadio's Facebook and YouTube channels. Was she really in that list, or did you use that to pivot to that promo? No, she's 100% on the yeah. list, but since you were focusing on her, because there's other artists, too, like Alicia Keys and Avril Lavigne. They're going to be sharing stories and inspiration, but Marin happens to be one of them. Avril's back. She's back. She's got a song that's killing it pop charts now. Yeah. I thought she was dead, remember? Well, well, they, they thought that, that she replaced her with someone else. <laughs> yeah, is this the real Avril? It is the real Avril. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my file. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Landon is an 11-year-old in Utah, and he was looking at the calendar, and he saw Teacher Appreciation Week four months away. And he's like, man, my teacher's been awesome to me, really like this guy, I'm going to do something special. And he loves Legos, so he went online, and he ordered 10,000 Legos, and he built a Lego replica of the teacher. He printed them all, uh, printed a picture, and then made it and that framed it. That looks like him a little wow. bit. It looks just like him! That's wow. crazy. He could sell that. <laughs> I mean, he could... 10,000 Legos. I mean, the teacher looks like Scuba Steve, like bald-headed with a big beard. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the Lego guy looks like. That's He's cool. bald-headed and he Legoed a beard. Yeah, that... Uh, that that's kid, talent. That kid yeah. will probably be reached out to by Lego. And he'll work there. Well, he'll probably be given a tour <laughs> and free... But yes, probably... Well, because 10,000 Legos, that's not cheap. Um, oh, yeah, I also had to buy... I didn't think about that part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. It's a good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The Bobby Bones Show. Celebrating International Women's Day. Lunchbox, why did you have to join a new soccer team? Uh, my team, quote unquote, uh, kind of kicked me to the curb. Well, that's not a quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, they, they told me they uh, forgot to sign up. and so Did they sign up, though? Are they playing? I think they're playing on another night. Oh. They just switched nights and didn't tell me. Do you think it. they did all that to avoid you? Yeah, that's what the feeling I get. Why? Do, why though? Why do they do know. all that to avoid you? Why not one let you be on the team and not play that much? Well, that ain't gonna happen. Okay, so there you go. I sub myself why. in. That's why. That, oh, he subs himself in. Are you a were you a starter? Uh, well, how we did it was the first uh, three guys that showed up. They were the starters, and you know you got there at noon. <laughs> so I, I, I'd be there pretty early every game. Right man. after the show, he would go for like a seven p.m. game. Were you starting to be slowed by your age and? Maybe they felt like that. Maybe I, I wasn't. I, they thought I'd lost a step. Maybe I'd lost some, uh, you know, inspiration, motivation. Maybe I wasn't as dedicated. I don't know. So you're on a new team. I'm on a new team. And? I don't think they like me. I think I'm just a weird <laughs> old guy. Here we go. Because I didn't know anybody on this team. And so I just joined a random team, and they put me on this team, and I show up, and, man, no one really talks to me and after the game. Like, everybody walks out to their cars together, and I'm just walking by myself. They just kind of go off on their little group, and I'm like, am I just older? Do you sub yourself in? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, I'm not going to sit guy. on the sideline the whole time, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I played, like, four games with them. I don't know a single person's name. Are you good? I think I'm pretty good. On that team, are you one of the best? I think so. No, you think so. Like, if someone watched, would they think Yeah. You? Yeah, okay. But, I mean, it's also on you if you don't know their names. Like, True, you could. Talk to but them. They don't, the but, no, no, I try. How's it going? Good. Then they just go kick okay. the ball. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, Amy, we're going to do the joke now. Let's go. The Morning Corny. Once upon a time, there was a king who was only 12 inches tall. Okay. Yeah, he was a terrible king, but he made a great ruler. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That was the Morning Corny. I think what you should do, Lunchbox... 
before we get into the song is next game, you should try to learn something about each person on your team. Okay. Like make a point to go and be like, hey, tell me something about you. Learn one fact. You don't have to say it on the show. Okay. Learn one fact and see if that actually creates any sort of relationship. Okay, and I'll also give them a prep pep talk to pump up no the No pep talks. Oh. <laughs> no, just get to know them a little bit, okay? okay. It's International Women's Day. Yeah. So apparently this realtor went to a house to show it to some people. He's like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to go in. I'm going to show you around. Maybe you want to buy this house. And they went in, they got in, and they started looking around. But the realtor went to the wrong house. It wasn't a house for sale, and the girl was just in the bedroom. Oh, no. <laughs> How did she get in? Her house was not on the market. She had no idea who the realtor was. And the security alert started going off. The, uh, she called police. It was a whole situation, but they they had done, spent about 20 minutes touring through the home. What that a nightmare. Crazy. You got to think, too, if it's not it clean. Unlocked? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you, if nobody's coming over, our house ain't that clean. It's fine. But you, if you're walking through and you're the realtor and there's like stuff strode and, and di- dirty dishes, yeah. you're like, well, this is an interesting approach. It's the lived-in look. Yeah. This is showing you what it'll look like if you're really here. And uh, for what it's worth, the realtor said none of the buyers were interested in that house. Well, mm. yeah. <laughs> uh, Busy Mom ONLI is the TikTok account that told that story and showed it. There was a mega mansion in L.A. that they had started building. And listen to this. About a decade ago, somebody in Bel Air started building this house, and he said it's going to be a half a billion dollar house. They wanted He wanted to sell it for 500 million bucks. That was the goal. And his company got into some trouble. They had to go bankrupt, so they just sold it for $126 million, half of the original asking price since the bankruptcy. So a mega mansion sold for 126 What's funny is after you build it down, after you like to strip, it's like, oh, that's all, 500 to 250 to 20. But if I were just to go to 126 million, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. But it's supposed to be a good deal. That's what it says. Good deal. Apparently. Half the asking price. <laughs> Half off is always awesome. Of course. Uh, 126. It's nicknamed The One. It sold at an auction over the weekend. It's still not clear who bought it, but with closing costs and commissions, they're actually paying 141 million. Here's what you get. Do you care? Yes. Yeah. It's 105,000 square feet on four acres overlooking Hollywood, 21 bedrooms. You don't even go in those. Mm-mm. We have four. I don't even go in three of them. Well, two. I play PlayStation 1. <laughs> it has 21 bedrooms, 42 bathrooms. What? Why? Plus seven half baths, 50 indoor parking spaces. It has. They have five pools. Wow. Why do you need five? One for everyone. Oh, that's it. Everybody the kids, gets their own. Get your own pool. A movie theater, a bowling alley, a golf simulator room, a salon and a spa, and a 10,000 square foot sky deck. Oh, my gosh. The, li- the listing is still up on Zillow if you want to see pictures. With 20% down, the mortgage would be about 600000 a month. Oh. So 600000 a month plus eighty grand in property taxes a month. Oh, my gosh. Wild. I mean, who yeah. are these people? Wild. Like, where does this money even come from? <laughs> no. It's like alien. It's like alien money. Um, and here is Lunchbox trying to buy Bon Jovi's apartment. Come on. So, Jason Gibble is Lunchbox's alter ego who tries to make deals. And he often says, Businessman making business deals trying to get that money. We talked briefly about Bon Jovi's apartment. $22 million in New York City. Uh, Lunchbox calls to try to make them a deal. And as he does, he weaves in Bon Jovi lyrics. Yes. Oh, my God. For example, It's My Life. Maybe you know this song right here. It's my life. He weaves that one in. Maybe Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Here is Lunchbox trying to call and buy John Bon Jovi's apartment. Hi, this is 
Can I help you? Uh, yeah, this is Jason Gibble, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. And I was trying to call and get some information on 155 West 11th Street. Oh, prime property. Beautiful piece. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Like, I looked online. I was like, man, it's my life. It's now or never if I'm going to upgrade to this because I'm 40. I'm not going to live forever. Well, this is the place for you. It's 4,000 square feet, floor-to-ceiling windows. You overlook. When I look at those windows, when I was looking at the pictures online, I was like, man, I want that place. I want it dead or alive. I don't care. I got to be in there. Imagine this. You open up the doors. You come right out, and there's the city surrounding you. The best part is, here's the best part of it. My wife, she tells me, oh, my gosh, you're not romantic. Basically, she says, you give love a bad name. (laughs) Well, guess what? When I surprise her with this, that's going to change. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so it has four bedrooms, walk-in closets. Now, my question, like, for real, like, are you guys looking for a serious buyer? Once I submit this offer, I'm going to be living on a prayer that you accept it. You know, all you've been doing is quoting Bon Jovi. I don't know if you're serious or you're not. I'm a very busy woman. I have many properties to show, and you're wasting my time. Have a good day. That's a good one, man. That deserves an applause right there. That's a nice one. My, I guess the thing that strikes me is you could just say those things normally. Like, you know, when you give love a bad name, but it's almost like you're reading it. You're talking normal, then you're like, and you give love a bad name. Yeah. You wrote those down, right? Yeah, I wrote those yeah, down I because it. I got to remember them. Yeah, yeah, that's good, though. Uh, any luck? Did you get it? Did you get a showing at least? Uh, no, she didn't She didn't call me back. Mm-hmm. You left her number, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't hang up. And I tried to call her back. Nothing. Uh, good one. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show. You guys are going to love this next artist that's coming in now. Her name is Haley Witters. Amy, what song of Haley's, when I when I just say her name, do you think of? Janice in a Hotel Bar. Yeah, Janice at the Hotel Bar. Here you go. Stay off the pills, but get on the pill if you ain't ready to start a family. And pay all your bills, but give some away. living girl don't forget to make a good life so she's setting up now you guys are gonna love her and here she is let's go on the bobby bones show now Haley witters Haley, welcome to the show thanks for having me yeah you know what i was looking back because i'm a big fan um I program and Amy hosts the Women of iHeart Country, and I have featured one, two, three, four, five, six. Your song, seven different, seven different songs of yours. Like I'm just a big fan of your body of work, and so oh, thanks. to be able to have you here, like I'm very excited that you're here today. I'm very excited. I mean, I gotten to do a lot of cool things, but I think my hometown won't consider me making it until I've played the Bobby Bones <laughs> show. So this is a big day. That's and awesome. and what, what is your hometown? Shoeyville, Iowa. And what what isn't? If I were to drive into Shoeyville, that's mm-hmm. the name of it. Uh, if I were to drive into Shoeyville, like what do I see? Cornfields. Just driving through cornfields. We got two bars and a church in Shoeyville. Life's about balance. Uh, we got a stop <laughs> sign. The town's mad because we finally got a stoplight. So it's a pretty small town. So you have one stoplight. We have one stoplight now. 
Congratulations. Yeah. My, we do not have a stoplight where I'm from, but we have a Dollar General now. Love it. Which is about the same. You know, when you weigh them out, they're both yeah. like, what? Uh, we got a cell phone tower about six years ago. Nice. Until about six years ago, you could drive into Mountain Pine, Arkansas, and you could not use your cell phone. That is wild. You and Shuaville, you've had that forever. <laughs> We've yeah. had cell yeah. service. <laughs> so I'm imagining lots of farms mm-hmm. that corn is such a big part of the econo- economy mm-hmm. of Shueville. Is mm-hmm. that what everybody does there? Yeah. I mean, my dad, you know, has worked at the corn processing plant, ADM. Um, he's worked there his whole life. Uh, he's now, he grows corn. He's a corn crop farmer, corn, beans. Uh, it's a big part of Iowa for sure. Do you, being not just exposed, but I mean, living in corn, do you like corn everything or do you hate corn everything? <laughs> I love corn everything. <laughs> She has yeah, to say that or they come for her. <laughs> the Shuiville Mafia comes and gets her if she doesn't say that. Roll, like yeah. everything, yeah. Um, you know what's really cool about you, and you're going to perform in a second, and I'm excited for audience to hear this, but you know, you are uh, such a massive fan of traditional country music, and you have written songs for uh, Martina McBride and Alan Jackson. Yeah. I mean, aside from your career now, which you are so respected and you're so good, but how cool is it to be able to do that for heroes of yours? It's insane. I mean, I grew up idolizing them and just studying Alan Jackson's body of work. I mean, I admire him so much as a songwriter too. So to have him, you know, hear one of my songs and think it's worthy enough to be on a record of his is a huge honor. And he's just been incredibly gracious and cool to me. So it's been really cool. Uh, Today is International Women's Day. And I wanted to bring in some women that I really think uh, set a great example for other women. And that's why you're here today. Because I, I think you have your own original path that you've been kicking down and you're going down it regardless of what happens commercially, and now you're getting that, which is cool, but you've always just done your own thing and let it come to you. And mm-hmm. I think that is, um, that's, I really respect that. But I'll ask you now, who, what women do you see out there that you look to and you're like, you know, they did their thing that kind of allows me to do mine? I mean, gosh, a lot of the females of the 90s, you know, Trisha, Martina, my friend Brittany Spencer right now is just blazing her own trail and um it's been really cool to watch her grow you know miranda um i think a lot of the females in the genre i think it's been you know everyone always kind of tells us it's a harder road but i see so many girls out there just you know buckling up rolling their sleeves up and doing the work and um making their music get out there to people no matter what so i'm kind of inspired by all of the chicks right now in the format now you have a banjo (laughs) Yeah. Because that's not, if I'm looking, that is not a ganjo. It's not a ganjo. You're not a poser. And I'm very, very basic banjo player at this point. I'm going to be doing some banjo lessons, but I taught myself this little part to the song that we're about to perform, and I, I really just have fun playing it. So don't don't judge my banjo skills. <laughs> I would say a, a simple banjo is better than a poser ganjo who's great. Aww. Because a ganjo is six strings, and you play it like a guitar, and everybody's like, ooh, they play the banjo. <laughs> like, no, they're playing guitar on a thing that sounds like a banjo. But Haley has four strings. Well, I play banjo probably like a guitar player, and I'm barely that. So, okay, she's, yeah. She's not giving herself enough until I hear her, and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what song are you going to play for us, Haley? We're going to play a new single off my latest record, which is coming out 318. This is called Everything She Ain't. All right, here we go. Haley Witters on The Bobby Bone Show. Cup of tea, you ought to be sipping. She treats you like you're broke, 
like you need fixing You ain't getting nothing back From all that you're giving If you're good with who you're kissing Say la vie But I can show you what you're missing Yeah, boy, I can be The whiskey in your soda The lime to your Corona Shotgun in your Tacoma The Audrey to your Hank She's got a little style And a Hollywood smile But believe me, honey Good as money in the bank I'm everything she is And everything she ain't Yeah, I'm everything she is And everything she ain't I never know if you're going to go back into something. Then you guys wonder, we're like, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 good. Yeah. Sometimes people will trick us and they'll stop and then we'll go, yeah, and they'll go, da, 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 and we're like, oh, we're idiots. Yeah. Uh, Haley, what, great job, Haley. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, who? Tell me who your people are up here with you. This is Lauren Sachs on Hi, the Lauren. fiddle. Hi. Ethan Burks on the guitar. And I'm Bobby, everybody. Thank hey. you. Hey. Yeah, look at us. Um, you guys follow Haley, Haley Witters, W-H-I-T-T-E-R-S. And Haley is actually doing her, her own headlining tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are, it's on. It's happening now. It's happening now. The so Heartland Tour. If you're out and you come to this show, like how long do you play? Do you do an hour? We do like 90 minutes Even on longer. the Heartland Tour. Don't, my manager's looking at me. Why is that bad? <laughs> is, is that? We, well, yeah, I think it's great. It's I, great. It's great. 90 minutes is great. We've are been, you convincing me something right now? No, 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 no. We've been, we've been very fortunate to get to open for Luke Combs, Maren Morris, Midland. We were out with Midland, and, you know, you get like 30 minutes for something like that. So it's been really nice to get a full 90 minutes to get to really dig into the record and get to, you know, sing those songs for the fans. So it's been cool. And the record comes out this month. 318. Yeah. Raised. Mm-hmm. And so I hope you guys check that out. Uh, Haley Witters is here. I think hopefully this will inspire you to go follow her on social media, support her if she comes to your town. Um, and on the website, you can see tour dates. And uh, everybody in Shoeyville, Iowa, <laughs> I'm glad you exist because without you, we wouldn't have Haley Witters here. Aww. Are you guys the shoes, like your mascot, the Shoeyville shoes? No, my high school, <laughs> they called us Cal Pie High, like, but we're the Hawks, Prairie Hawks. Don't you think like shoes? Like, Shoey, yeah. It was shoe. named after William Shoey, I think. Actually. Oh, after a pro- His what? last name was Shoey. And what did yeah. he do? Do you know? I don't know. I need to like figure out what he like did. cornbread, made cornbread the Probably. time, something like that. Totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Haley Witters, really enjoy you. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for having us. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Thousands of tourists and locals visit the beachfront restaurant Shuckers in Fort Myers Beach every year, and many of them love the tradition of signing a dollar bill and then you tack it on the wall of the restaurant. We've all seen a place similar to this, oh, yeah. right, where you tack money up, and uh, eventually they run out of wall space. And then what do you think they do, Amy, when they run out of wall space? They take it all down and start over? Use the well, money they, for something they, good? Yeah, they, they do. You, yes, they use the money. <laughs> they it. What about they burn it? <laughs> no, no, it's a traditional money burn. No, they take it down for something good. Uh, once a year, the staff at Shuckers takes down all the bills and donates them to a local charity. They're animal lovers. Mostly, it's a local animal organization. This year, they pulled over 4500 bucks and they gave it to the Gulf Coast Humane Society. The general manager presented the organization with a check, and now he wants to make the donations an annual cost to this specific place. That is pretty cool. I like it. They do that. And then I wonder if people steal a couple bucks. <laughs> Interest. <laughs> or they just sit there and like, I mean, if you're just sitting at a wall and there's a bunch of money there. It's tempting for yeah, sure. Yeah, no one watch people, huh? Is it though? Is it tempting? Not to me. Not to me. I know, but Eddie said it's tempting, I mean, and I don't know, think it really is. No one's is perfect. To him. When I, <laughs> <laughs> I could see for some people, but shout out Shuckers. That is really awesome. Fort Myers Beach. Uh, you know, big fans of Fort Myers. All right, that's it. Thank you guys. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. 
The Bobby Bones Show. Celebrating International Women's Day. The online group Anonymous, which sometimes you see their videos and they're wearing... I just know V for Vendetta, that movie. Yes. And that's the mask that they wore. It looks like a French guy with a mustache, mm-hmm. white face. Yeah. They wear it and they're like, we are anonymous. We're going to hack you. You are going to die or you're going to go broke or something. <laughs> and it's always really creepy. But that group claims it has hacked Russian TV and Russian streaming services to air footage highlighting the war on Ukraine. Now, Russian people don't really know what's going on. And the ones that do don't want it to happen for the most part. I saw where their version of Jimmy Kimmel went on the air and was like, I don't support the war. We shouldn't be doing this. Boom, show canceled. He gone. Wow. Immediately. That day. Dang. Yeah, it's a whole different world over there. But the group Anonymous shared footage to all the channels in Russia, and they aired pro-Ukrainian footage. Uh, They said to Russians, this war was waged by Putin's criminal authoritarian regime on behalf of ordinary Russian citizens. Have you seen the mashup on TikTok and Instagram of the influencers? That's from New York Post. Um, what do you mean? They Okay, so they're Russian influencers, and they were reading basically a pro-war script, like saying— Pro-war? But, oh, wow. Well, not pro—I don't know. It was in so Russian, but they're in support. Yes, so like wow. it was like this influencer, but then someone mashed them all up together, and they're literally all saying the exact same thing verbatim. Script. Wow. And so it's just this script of like— this is what we're doing. This is Russia. Nobody's getting hurt. Like, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but it was basically making Russia look good and making sure the Russian community or country knew, like, hey, we're good, but we're not. And it was just very bizarre to see them all saying the same thing. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's the, a culture that is told you must do exactly this and only this. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's sad, and I'm not in it. I'm not involved in it, and that's why I don't experience it. But that's it's just weird because it's not how we live here mm. we can do what we want now people don't like it they we can't anymore but we have our ability to go out and say what we well, want to no, say we can go protest mm-hmm. and say something and they're there they do that and they're immediately arrested in jail it's crazy yeah 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 um so that was that first story uh by the way some good news daylight savings time happens this weekend and this is the good one where we get more daylight however i mentioned not off the air to these guys a second ago and i was like yes daylight savings time and Amy and Eddie both had a hissy fit. Yeah, you lose that way. hour of sleep. Yeah, only for one day, but then I you have know. more light. But it for the always rest of the takes year. me a week or so. But you know what? I've decided maybe some of that's mental, and I'm gonna change my thoughts on it and just be like, okay, I'm gonna be fine. I'm not gonna be tired. I'm not gonna be tired. I don't like the switching of it. Right. So to have savings time is stupid. We should just stick to what we're about to go to. That should just be the one we live at. I agree. We shouldn't be changing. Yeah. And so I got an email from Megan. She said, according to the American Heart Association, scientific research supports the view that losing an hour of much needed sleep may not be the only thing to dread about springing forward and that generally time changes have a negative impact on your heart and brain health. Mm-hmm. And she is the director of communication and marketing at the American Heart Association. So I don't know why a politician doesn't just use this because you want to talk about uniting people. Do this. Yes, <laughs> do it now. It. Yeah, right here. This, this is the year to do it. We need something good, so just do it now. It's not that hard. I just feel like the president could be like, hey, we're just all going to, once we switch over, we're done with this forever. I don't think that's a federal deal because some states don't celebrate it. So I don't that's think right. the president know, would be able to like, do it. I know, because like Arizona doesn't do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying make it a thing. God bless you, Arizona. God bless you all. So what do they say? Write your congressman? <laughs> 
right. <laughs> Trying to letter. Or your governor. Your I guess you need your governor. Uh, now it's like Snapchat, your congressman's DM. assistant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but there's that situation there. A uh, man is sentenced for using PPP money to buy a Pokemon card. A Georgia man's heading to prison for using COVID funds to buy a Pokemon card. Um, investigators say he took the money. He faked information. He then spent $60,000 on a Charizard? Charizard Pokemon card. $60,000. He took out $85,000, but then spent sixty dollars of it on a Charizard Pokemon card. Uh, the judge sent him to three years in prison. He also has to pay the money back and was fined $10,000. That is from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Gosh. Let's not laugh at the Pokemon card. It could have been any investment. Sure. Let's laugh at the idiot taking the money and then trying to spend it on something that wasn't a Lamborghini. There are a lot of idiots. We've read a lot of stories about people buy a, doing You should this. buy a Lamborghini if you take that money. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're not catching a lot of them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, a mom brought a three-liter plastic container to take home her placenta after giving birth because she was planning to eat it. Now, I don't understand this. I'm sure there's something to it because— There's nutrients yeah. in it. Is it nutrients you can't get somewhere else? Like, that's what I wonder. I don't know. They're like, there's nutrients. I'm like, but broccoli has nutrients, too. (laughs) I'm sure there's something to it. I don't know there is, but so many people do it and believe in it. Awesome. I hope you do. I hope it's amazing. Yeah, some people will dry it out somehow and turn it into capsules. Well, that's the story. She turned it into a smoothie and the rest into capsules. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what they do. It was $209 to get the placenta properly prepared. Uh, She also ordered a raw placenta smoothie, uh, the, the pills, la, la, la. That's from the New York Post. Benefits of ingesting the placenta may include... May. May. Right, right. <laughs> is this FDA approved? <laughs> Fewer mood swings. Oh. Okay. I'll take which that. Which is good. I think this next one's big, if true. Lower rates of postpartum depression. Yeah. Which is something that a lot of women oh. struggle with and don't it. talk about. Yeah. Um, I, now, I want a placenta. I'm not even... <laughs> Give me those pills. <laughs> uh, and better milk production, as well as higher energy levels and quicker postpartum healing. Okay. Some suggest that it can also help new mothers bond with their babies. New York Post. A lot of some say and some suggest when it comes to the science of it. But I'm telling you, if it does that, it, even if it just might do that, I would do it. Right. It even sounds, if me. It sounds gross to eat something from inside your body. But okay. Yeah. You ever see Fear Factor? And they're not even feeling better. That's <laughs> true. They're just trying to win money. There's also the, we could call it the placenta placebo effect, where I don't, maybe I take it and I think that it's doing that and it ends up doing it because I think it. Sounds like a band. Hi, yeah. uh, we're placenta placebo <laughs> for our next song. Yes. I mean, I'll take it. All right, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. International Women's Day right. on the Bobby Bones Show. This woman's a model. Her name's Carolina Lecker. And she's like, hey, I can help you. If you think your guy maybe is not being loyal, we can test it out. And so she charges $2,000, which just seems like so much money, for women to, they, they give uh, the, her their boyfriend's phone number, oh, their man. Instagram profiles, and then it starts with just a conversation. And she proves quickly she's not a catfish by actually getting on FaceTime or sending pictures. And that's the difference in somebody faking like someone and actually being someone. And so, like, pay me. I'll test them out. If they don't fall for the trap, she returns the money. Oh. Well, that's nice. If they do, and her goal is to make them fall for the trap, 
she keeps the money. She's made over $10,000 so far. What oh. is this called? It's called Le- honey trapping. No. <laughs> okay, that's what that's called. Mm-hmm. But like in a, I feel like in a court case, you're, when you trap a person. Entrapment. There, <laughs> entrapment. That makes sense. I'm like, and then if you feel like you have to do this, is your relationship well, in the, the best place anyway? And then say he doesn't fall for it and you get the money back, but then later he finds out you did that. Well, that's don't, don't find out. That's not good. Okay, but what but don't do it. I mean, this is a dumb one. Yeah. $2,000 is way too much. And if you think your person might be disloyal, you track it yourself. And then it's, if you think it, it's probably true anyway. Instinctually, I would say 65% right on situations like this. Yeah, but sometimes you can bring in like past relationship That's the other issues 35% into. Of okay. But I like that she rewards the loyalty. No, that, reward just gives it back. Well, that's great. It's like she's trying to, you know, do something good with this. I think it's her. I don't think it, no. No, no. she's not trying to do anything good. I no. think this is her, this is how she makes money. She's like, hey, if they don't fall, you give me, I get the money back. But then she works really hard to make sure they don't get the money back. And she probably believes that most people will fail. Dang, yeah, terrible. she's a, uh, she's been a playboy. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there. I don't know what the, I mean. I don't even know what that is, to be honest. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. What is that? Uh, that's from the Daily Star. It's just $2,000 is so much money for something so yeah. stupid. Just break up with them. If it's your boyfriend, you've been dating a few months, you think cheating probably is, break up with them. I'll pay $2,000 for it. Um, and then I got this voicemail, I guess, late last night. Ray, would you play voicemail number one? Hey, Bobby Bones, just finished the ACM Awards and curious why the Brothers Osborne song got pulled from country radio. Uh, longtime listener, thanks so much. I did not watch the ACMs last night, silent protest, but um, this is a clip of the song I'm Not For Everyone from Brothers Osborne. I'm like Scott, time to go bands. I'm like peace out towns and I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. I guess this is when they won duo of the year. They said this in their speech. I haven't heard this yet, but here's a clip. I will say that about a week ago, they pulled our single from Country Radio, so I needed a little bit of input in our sales. This is feeling good. Thanks to everyone at the ACMs. Abby, I love you. Here's to a great night in Vegas, baby. Come on. Okay, I'll preface this too by saying I get in trouble a lot for going against what country radio tries to do. I think it's a lot of it's lame. Um, Brothers Osborne hasn't had a had luck of just getting the benefit of the doubt and people being like, we believe in their songs. I mean, the whole time. They've had a lot of songs that have, like, being pulled just means they programmers have thought, well, people aren't going to like it or the research isn't good, so let's pull it. It doesn't mean for any reason other than people just didn't think the song was good. Problem is, their songs are always good. Yeah, like really that was good. good. Yes, and I, re- I love Brothers Osborne. I love what they stand for. I love their sound. I don't know why their song, I guess because they're not almost bubblegum poppy country and some of that stuff, re- you know, I don't have to say it. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff sucks, and it still is number one. I did say it, and it still <laughs> ends up being number one. And we don't. I don't deal with the music. I don't... Yeah. We come, we do this show. There's some stuff we like, some we don't. We're normal humans. Um, but I hate that they don't get a better early shot because the song definitely could have moved up a little bit. People could have given them the benefit of the doubt and tested a little more and then pulled it. That being said, I don't know. I love them. I'm also friends with them. So I'm a little biased too. But I loved them before I was friends with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I hate that for them. And good for them. I'm glad they won. 
I mean, yeah, me too. Them or Dan and Shay. How do you go wrong? So that was the stitch, and there you go. How'd you like the show last night? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I enjoyed what I watched. I I didn't know there was a silent protest happening, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I was. Why, why did you not? There's, I have a beef with ACMs, but I, we know you know it is what it is. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. I'm, I'm supposedly on the board. I don't go to meetings. I, just, I don't show up. Oh. So I'm silent protest. I don't say anything about it. I am now, I guess. <laughs> you just did. Well, crap. <laughs> did it again. Oh, yeah, no, I thought it was good. Especially, I loved Brothers Osborne. They had a crazy performance with, like, um, these suits that were black with, like, paint on it. And then all of a sudden, like, they turned, you know, glow in the dark. Like, it was very intense. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was awesome. And then later they performed with Britney Spencer, and it was so good. Like, those are obviously my, the highlights that I saw and enjoyed. And uh, like, watching Lainey Wilson win her speech. I Morgan saw she Wallen. won Song of the Year. Yes. Yeah, that's great. It awesome. was so, like, I had goosebumps Love the whole time she was on stage. Like, she just... She was just so sweet up there. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, she's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't mention who. I got a text from Amy last night, and she was like, "No, I'm just gonna say anything specific." She was like, "Are you watching this?" And I was like, "No, silent protest." And then <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh, okay." I didn't get that memo. And then she was like, "Okay, so and so looks odd. It's just an odd visual uh. of it, like their performance." <laughs> and I went and looked, and she was right. But I applaud an interesting visual change. It's hard to do because yeah. everyone's going to go, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and we'll leave it at that. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's, do. Oh. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. I know. Morgan, what would you think last <laughs> night? I mean, <clears throat> I thought it was really good. I thought um, Gabby Barrett performed really well, a cover of Leanne Womack. But there was... Too much performances for me, honestly. Oh, it was a lot. Oh, I heard it was like one after the other. It's so much that you're just like, all right, can we do something else? Okay, yeah, there was like 30 minutes of it. 35. They said, I think it was Jimmy Allen or somebody. Jimmy Allen did great, by the way. And he said, or somebody led us into, all right, we're going to do something never before done in award show history. We're about to give you 35 minutes straight of performances. 35 minutes straight. And that's it's when like a live con- that's like when a I was concert like, film. well, I think I'm going to go put my son to bed now. Yeah, too much. Because he wanted to see um, TJ Osborne perform because he was our neighbor for a while and he really liked him. So after I think we watched that and then maybe Parker McCollum and then I was like, okay, I can't take 30 more minutes. So we're going to go to bed. But yeah, it was that was interesting. How do they go from one to the next? Somebody play- just once. Yeah. Like they do this part of the stage. Oh, yeah. Moves. Or this part of the, the announcer would the come out wherever. And then it would transition to the Did next Did Dolly person. do jokes? She's often hilarious. Did she come out and be like, I'm Dolly, here's some funny. Mm-mm. No. I just did the that. intro. Like yeah. she made a, a few like Dolly-isms right at the beginning, but that was about it. You have Dolly and you don't even use all Dolly? Yeah, weird. Dolly's the greatest. Dolly and Kelsey, their performance was good. Was it? Good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hey, congratulations to everybody. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> really, I had a lot of friends played last night, but I did not watch. It's International Women's Day. Yeah. Okay, you gotta explain something to me. As someone who has never drank, I've never experienced being drunk. On average, it takes three to four drinks for someone to be better looking after you drink. What does that feel like? How does someone get better looking? Or do you just not care as much and they're the same looking? Explain to me, Amy. Three well, to four drinks. Everyone's clearly the same looking, but I think even after a drink or two or three, 
you yourself feel like you look better. Like it's not but just. But then the, why wouldn't you go for even be- people right. way above it's you? It's just that everything I don't know has this filter of maybe it's the not caring or maybe it's the looking better. Like you're, you can't you can't really put everything together to have a clear picture. But it just is what it is. I don't know. I'm not getting my scientific data from you. Well, I don't have scientific data. I'm just, I can't explain that. Like, you feel more confident. You feel yourself. You feel others. That's just what it is. Three to four drinks on average, and then people start to look better. Lunchbox, explain to me what happens. It's easy. It's like you're driving when it's foggy outside. You don't see as well after you've had drinks, and so everything kind of blurs together. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? She looks hot. And then once you're sober... You see clear. The fog is gone. You're like, huh, why did I think that was hot? <laughs> the, fo- the sun takes the fog away, you know, during the day when you're dr- in the outside. After you stop drinking, the fog goes away. You see your eyes open up. Ugh. Eddie, how would you explain this? Yeah, that's very good, Lunchbox. Uh, I think the fog is part of it, but I also think that you loosen up a little bit. So if you're very like picky on what you like about the other, the other sex, you like automatically think, uh, that'll do. That's but okay. But this says hotter. That's not what science yes, says here. It's hotter because of the fog. It's yeah. all about the fog. This I've says people never... get hotter. Morgan. <laughs> I think that what I call them are my drunk goggles go yes. on. So like I'll be I'll be seeing things like as usual and very clear. And then as soon as I start drinking, things get a little bit fuzzy. And I'm like, oh, that person looks very attractive in this different goggles that I'm seeing. So because a lot of the features are fuzzed out, you just assume the best. Yes. yes. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if that's the real scientific data <laughs> no, behind it. it. That is but. absolutely it because you the, beer goggles are a real thing. They say three to four drinks or two shots if it's tequila or hard liquor, whiskey. Dang. Two shots will do it. Now, why for me, I see people take a shot and they go, oh. I'm going to go to you, Lunchbox. You seem to be generally the expert here. Does <laughs> it burn i mean what's that some of it burns but it does like i think tequila tastes good and you get drunker quicker but why why what compare something what would i drink that isn't alcohol that burns like that uh or that burns it's it's not just that it burns it's gross it gives you goosebumps okay it's so gross too that's part of it some of it is gross but some of it tastes really good people go oh (laughs) morgan can you help me on this one yeah i mean i don't like just chasing down drinks i don't like sipping on something so i take a shot so then it's in and i get my buzz and i move on i don't have to hold a drink in my hand and some shots are tasty but if you're talking about the ones ones people people like like a straight shot of tequila or something no 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 no, no, they do it and i don't know why they do it because your body's reacting it's like you just gave me a shot of poison basically Mm. You ever done like NyQuil or like a Dimetap? Mm, yeah, and it's like this. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like that. that. That's a good, okay. Yeah. But I guess it's a different benefit, but you're getting a benefit. I'm taking the Robitussin. Sure. Because I need some sort of benefit of me not feeling well, but I still am getting a benefit from it. Or if I drink whiskey, I'm, I'm getting the benefit of feeling more intoxicated. Yes. Fuzzy. Warm. Mm-hmm. Warm. To, everyone's about to be hot to you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's dangerous. <laughs> Everybody's hot. That's yeah. dangerous. I've never had a moment though. Have y'all where lunchbox is like, and then the next morning you're like, ugh. Like, has anybody ever really had that here in this room? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. So you would go. I, I, this is how it works. Okay. <laughs> you go. You've been drinking. Okay. And you're like, wow, that's a hottie. Come on, baby, come over to my place. And you wake up in the morning. You're like. 
She's not as hot as I remember. Okay, well, yeah, she, I'll call you later. Yeah. She probably felt the exact same way. Well, that's probably. fine. Maybe, but I don't know what she's feeling. But when you wake up and you're like, oh, okay. dang, I thought I was with a 10 last night. <laughs> More like a four. Okay. Hey, you know what? We had a good time. I won't see you again, but hey, I'll call you. Not really going to call you. Ah, oh, drinking. Well, good time. It's so fun, dude. Oh, it's right. amazing. That source is Women's Health Magazine. Okay. I was talking about Brothers Osborne a second ago, and I was like, hey, they said their song got pulled to country radio. And I, of course, I knew radio people would come at me. Um, this is from Alec on the radio. Radio didn't get together and make the decision to pull the Brothers Osborne song. The label makes that decision to stop working the song at radio. Not exactly true. I looked at the data here. The song was at uh, number, tw- uh, let me look, like 24, but it had been on the chart for 40 weeks. And so what happens is once radio doesn't support it and the label realizes it's gone backward uh, on the chart. Then they'll pull it. Then they have to pull it because they know radio's not going to support it anymore. Right. So that is not accurate. So when he says, when Brothers Osborne's on the ACM, they say, our song's been pulled. People go, well, the label pulled it. The label had to pull it because radio pulled their spins back. And they'd spent 40 weeks only getting to 23. And the record for a number one is like 60-something weeks. And they were never going to make that. They're at 23. You don't even go up a, a spot a week. Do you think it's going to be on the chart for two years? Yeah. I stand by what I said. And it is just unfortunate for groups like Brothers Osborne, who I feel like don't get th- that fair a shake. There's a lot of artists that don't get the fair shake. And life isn't fair sometimes. But that's the story on that situation. I said what I said. You did. Mm-hmm. Say what I say. Mm-hmm. Say it we again. We all heard. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Detroit, Michigan. Police got a call about four different robberies, a 7-Eleven, a tobacco shop, a gas station, and they're looking at the surveillance video, and one of the cops is like, hey, I recognize that guy's shoes. He's a dancer on TikTok because he had custom Nikes. And they go to his TikTok, there he is, and they busted him for all four robberies. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, he was robbing in the same shoes he dances. Uh Has a decent following, and also... They were able to get a slight, his frosted tips, too. Yeah, he had pink and tips could, in his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that'll get you. What an idiot. It's like robbing a place with a tattoo on your face and not wearing a mask. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy had his trademark on while he was robbing. <laughs> That's like if Al Dean robbed a store with, like, his cowboy hat on. And all his earrings. Yeah. Like, he showed up with his cowboy hat and 40 earrings. <laughs> right. Like, and and, <laughs> he and walked, fire. He walked in with, like, <laughs> playing. Uh, Guys, I don't know. That could be Aldean. <laughs> hey, not a country music expert, but I think that's Jason Aldean. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. International Women's Day on the Bobby Bones Show with Amy Brown. So when I think about the next generation of women, I just hope they continue to rise up. I mean, women before us did it. We're doing it now. But I hope the future generation just kind of blows us all out of the water with their strength, their tenacity, their ambition, their ideas, their talent. I mean, really, the list goes on. I mean, women just flat out are amazing and we always have been. But I guess when I yeah think about the next generation, I just hope that they don't have to work as hard proving <laughs> their worth at all, that it'll just be known and completely understood by all. The Bobby Bone Show. Celebrating International Women's Day. It's the Bobby Bone Show. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but at 8 p.m., on iHeartRadio's Facebook and YouTube. It's a sit-down with Marin Morris, Alicia Keys, Avril Lavigne, and more as iHeartRadio presents See Her, Hear Her, celebrating women who make music and culture. That'd be a pretty good show. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Amy, what are you doing today? Um, I ha- My uh, sister-in-law is in town, so just have some interviews after work, but then I'll go home and 
start figuring out dinner. We're going to celebrate her birthday and also celebrate a few things that the kids have had recently. And um, so I got to figure out a vanilla on vanilla cake. Who's so into vanilla? Uh, Stashira, my daughter. She only eats She's vanilla. She's so into vanilla? She only likes vanilla. Vanilla vanilla? Vanilla cake, vanilla, <laughs> vanilla icing. And not too much icing, but she can scrape it off. So it's not a big deal because some people like icing. We're very particular about cake. <laughs> I never heard a kid. Uh, listen, vanilla's good. But I never heard a kid go double vanilla. Yeah. It's mm. always chocolate, peanut butter, sprinkles. No sprinkles, just vanilla yeah. and vanilla. Very... Vanilla got the shaft when it comes to being a flavor because... We just associate vanilla with bland and middle and boring. But vanilla is actually a real flavor. Ooh, it's, it's yeah, so good. good. But most people just go, eh, it's very vanilla. And yeah. that just means <laughs> plain. Plain. It's unfair. Justice for vanilla is what I say. Okay. When I was in high school, I had a photo shoot with a kind of creepy photographer. And he told me, are you going to be vanilla or are you going to be French vanilla? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what does that in even my mean? photos. Listen, I don't know. Listen, looking back at some of those photos that me and some of my friends took, I'm like, well, how did our parents let us do this? I don't know. Because wow. he definitely brought out the French vanilla. Um, what are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a photo shoot. <laughs> well, um, nothing, nothing that has a good story like that. Uh, recording a Bobbycast for this weekend with Ernest. Uh, gonna work out. Uh, we went to dinner last night, and the food—it was a real—it was, it was really good tasting, but everything was so small. So like, I'm still hungry. <laughs> yeah, so you probably need to eat. It's stupid. <laughs> I hate that. But it's like really expensive. <laughs> it wasn't really expensive. Oh. But it was. It was kind of like fancy country. Okay. So it wasn't super expensive, but it was medium. <laughs> But it was like tiny. You went to dinner and you came back still hungry. Yeah, they thought the, 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 the munchkins <laughs> the were coming in. Yeah. So I'm I'm hungry and had a had some bowl of cereal and I rolled in here this morning. So I'm really looking forward to going home and eating. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. You guys have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.